Hi, welcome to Cinema Scene on WGWG online, WGWG.org, Gardner Webb University Radio. I'm Noel T. Manning II. We talk movies, we talk TV, we talk entertainment right here each week on Cinema Scene. And I am very fortunate to have the amazing Melissa Rauch on the phone with us today talking about her life in TV and entertainment. If you don't know Melissa well, you don't watch TV because she is a regular on the Big Bang Theory uh, and has been for, is, is it seven years, six or seven years? How many years now? Yes, uh, it is. I joined in season three and we're in season 10 now. Wow. There's not a day that goes by that I'm not so grateful for that that job because I, I came in as just a one-time guest star and it um, the fact that it became a regular job was beyond my wildest dreams. Wow. Well, your character uh, really added a ton to Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory, I think, was a was a great show. But when when you it it, it became this ensemble of male and female balance um, around the same time that you joined, and and talk about if you would kind of that family dynamic that's developed over the past past wow seven years. Um, well, thank you so much for saying that. By the way, and yeah, it's really a a dream come true. I was a fan of the show before I even auditioned for it. And when I came in that first week, everyone was so welcoming. And, you know, I need to say just on behalf of the cast on a personal level, they thought that I was just going to be there for that one week and that was it. And the fact that they all were so welcoming, each one of them individually came over to me and welcomed me and you know, they thought that that was it and I was going to go on my way and it just speaks to them and it's such a testament to the kind of people they are. And so I joined the cast around um, the same time that my Bialik, who plays Amy, joined the cast. Yeah. And I think the architects behind the show in our producers and writers did a really great job at integrating it slowly and organically because it was already such a well-oiled machine and they had such a wonderful chemistry going with just the five of them, and I, as, as a fan of the show myself, I would have been very annoyed if two people came in and ruined that dynamic. Yeah. So I'm very grateful to how they did it, and um, and I think in, they didn't change the DNA of the show. Right. They, they really stayed true to what the show is about, and they used these two additional characters to open up more storylines. And, and create more layers for the already established characters. And I'm, I'm very grateful that they did it that way. Well, Melissa, you've had a love of entertainment going back to childhood. Is that correct? Yes, I was, I was a bit of a weird kid. I didn't <laughs> go out of the house much. Okay. <laughs> um, so um, watching TV and movies was my life, and I would reenact whatever movie or TV show that I was watching at the time, my brother and I would transcribe the scenes and then perform them in our basement together. And, and then I would do, um, I would memorize stand-up sets that I saw on TV and then go into school and do them at show and tell, which sometimes was met with a good reaction. Other times when I was memorizing stand-up sets that I shouldn't have been watching as a six-year-old, watching the (laughs) sets on HBO and going in and doing, um, some, some stand-up says that had a little bit of uh, dirty, dirty language or F-bombs in them that I, a second grader should not have been performing. My parents would get phone calls yeah. saying, your child doesn't speak most of the day, and then just did this really inappropriate 
show and tell presentation. <laughs> but luckily, my parents really were so supportive and still are and fostered every every dream and were very much about the fact that there's really no job security in anything to a certain extent. So you might as well do what you love. And they, so they were extremely encouraging throughout my life. You are also um, a writer, and uh, that's that's something that you've been doing even before Big Bang. You've been doing uh, some comedy writing. Talk a little bit about that and about uh, about creating your own work. Sure. So my husband and I started as a writing team. We met in college and became friends our freshman year of college and started writing comedy together. And I was doing stand-up comedy at the time, and we just found this love um, of the shared, the shared love of comedy. And so we started that writing um, team about uh, around 1998, 99 or so. And I, throughout college, we were writing together. And then after I graduated, I was in this weird phase of that most college students are in where you're looking for your first job. And right. I was doing theater in the basement of laundromats. And, it, you know, it's so hard, I feel, about the... Um, the profession of acting is it's so tied to your passion. It's so tied to your heart. And when you're not given the opportunity to do it, it's so frustrating. Right. And so really I started writing my first one woman show out of that frustration and the fact that I wasn't getting the roles that I wanted. And so my husband and I wrote a show for me called the miseducation of Jenna Bush, where I played George Bush's daughter and we explored the Bush presence through, through her eyes and, that was really what um, got me out of waiting tables at the time. Yeah. And so I've always used writing as a way to write myself out of whatever box I'm in. And I, so when I was fortunate enough to get the job on Big Bang Theory, I found that I wasn't getting the film roles that I wanted. So we, we wrote the movie, The Bronze, that, was, um, that came out last year. And it was a role that, if written by someone else, there's no way that I would have gotten to play it. And, and even after we, we wrote it and started sending it out to producers, we had interest from producers, but a lot of people were saying that we would love to produce it, but we just want to put a bigger name in it who's proven at, um, at the box office. And right. I, it was a hard decision, but I kept on saying that it was something that I would regret for the rest of my life if I didn't hold on to it. So I kept on saying, I'm just going to Sylvester Stallone this and hold on for it, hold on to it for myself. And I'm I'm ultimately glad I did. It was one of the greatest experiences of my life getting to shoot that. And is that something that you think you want to do more of as far as feature feature film work? Absolutely. I I love the job I have on Big Bang, and I love getting to play Bernadette every week. She's such a part of my heart, and I'm... I will play that character for as long as I possibly can. But on my hiatuses, I love to work towards creating more projects for myself. So my husband and I, are, we have um, a TV pilot that we're currently writing. That's something that I wouldn't star in. That's just for uh, on the writing side. And then we have another feature that we're writing that would be specifically for me. But I, I love getting to um, explore characters that are... Um, a left of center flawed women that have a lot of layers to them. And it's um, just the process of writing it is, I find very rewarding. 
a couple of years ago, I was fortunate to have uh, your 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 cohort, uh, and I say cohort um, Simon on the show, and um, oh. talked to him about about his filmmaking career and his TV career. And we we asked him the question: How much of Howard was in Simon? How much of Simon was in Howard? So I'm going to ask you the same question about how much uh, Melissa is in Bernadette and how much of Bernadette is in Melissa. Oh, that's interesting. I love that question. And I love that you spoke to Simon. He's one of my favorite people on this planet. Um, I, I would say, hmm, there's a lot of my mom in Bernadette. Really? And people, yes, people say, and people say I'm very similar to my mother. My mother has a very high-pitched voice. Okay. And she, she has a New Jersey accent, so that part is not a part of Bernadette, but the voice is very much modeled after my mother. Okay. And my mother has this quiet fire that Bernadette has where, um, you know, she's very patient. She's very calm. And then you just get her at, at, uh, at her boiling point and she'll put you in your place. And so that, that part of Bernadette, I would say, I would say I'm half my mother, half my father. So if Bernadette is part of my mom, I would say I'm about a quarter Bernadette. Okay. And, um, and, and then as far as how much of Bernadette is in me, um, you know, the, the thing that I've taken from Bernadette is when I start, whenever I approach a character, I always, um, I need a way in and usually that's right. through voice and movement. So a lot of times I'll figure out the voice of the character before I, I go into any other layers of the character. So for Bernadette, it was her voice because in the initial script that I read for her, they had spoke about how she was still living with her mother and her mother dressed her every day. And so I had in my head that she had this sort of arrested development. And so I made the voice higher and modeled it after my mother. And, and also just the way Bernadette dresses was very, um, very ladylike and, and proper. And so I, I held Bernadette's body um, much, with a much better posture than I have uh, in my personal life. So I tried from Bernadette to adopt some of her, um, the way she holds her body and her posture. Because when I play Bernadette, I, I have, I'm standing up straight. And like the minute I walk off stage, I'm slouching. So I've tried to, <laughs> to learn that from my character. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you, you know, the character of Bernadette, you've, we really have seen this incredible character arc over the past few years. And you, you've, that's something that you, know, you didn't know it was going to happen. Talk about organically how that's happened for you and how much of, um, how much of you have you been able to put into that or how much of that was, was the script writer? I mean, was that, I don't know if that question makes sense, but I'm just kind of wondering how much of that was you saying, I want to take it in this direction and how much of it was the screenwriters? You know, I really have to give the credit to the writers on the show. They, they really have done such a beautiful job with giving all the characters really um, so much growth and development, which you normally don't get the opportunity to do in a sitcom. And sometimes that's because you, you're not given the blessing of, of time over a number of years. Um, or sometimes it's just because the writers decide that they don't want these characters to grow. And the architects behind um, Big Bang Theory have really taken each of the characters on on such a journey and when you look at um like simon's character the fact that he started as this um 
this ladies' man, and now he's the most domesticated of the group. It's yeah. really incredible. And with Bernadette, she started as just this sort of timid um, uh, scientist who was putting herself through school through waitressing. And, um, you know, she's definitely always had a strength to her, but she's really come into her own. She got her PhD. She got a fantastic job at the pharmaceutical company. And I, and I love what they've done with her now with this pregnancy storyline. And they've really delved into something that you don't see a lot of. And I was so excited. And this is all the writers. They're, they're all just such a fantastic group of people. And they're all so smart. And they, they decided to approach it that Bernadette is really not sure how she feels about motherhood. She is not that excited about it. She's worked so hard. Right at her career. And I love that they approached it with that uncertainty for her. And I thought that was, I was so excited when I got that script and it was something really interesting to sink my teeth into. And, um, and I just really appreciated it as a woman. Um, and so, especially someone who's been very career focused. Um, it, it, I was something that I really was excited to, to play and, and I thought they handled it beautifully, and I'm I'm very grateful that they um, that they've taken her character in that direction. Well, you've got um, you know so much time with some incredible talent throughout the, the past few years in this show, and uh, I know you've learned a lot of things about scientific uh, items that you probably never knew before. But what do you think that you've mm-hmm. learned the most um, about about life and about living? With, with great people and working with great people over the course of this uh, almost decade uh, on uh, the Big Bang Theory? You know, I think um, something that I was raised with and being on this show, it's highlighted that, that kindness is everything. And yeah. my, my parents would always say, just lead with kindness no matter what you do. That's really all that matters. And I, I think a lot of times, especially in in this business of show that could get murky. Right. And I've, I've been so grateful that I'm surrounded by people at Big Bang Theory who are all so kind and it's, and it's reinforced that, that you don't, you know, I think there's sometimes a perception that you have to be a jerk to get, get somewhere in this business. And it's, it's really the opposite. Oh wow! And I, I'm just, I feel very fortunate that I'm surrounded by people, everyone. I mean, um, are, and it really, it comes from the top down and the, all the writers, the producers, the cast, the crew, it's just a lovely place to come to every day. And, um, I feel like I'm a bit spoiled because I, I hope I have that in the future because it, it really is just, um, it's a dream. And I, I use, I know I use that word a lot, but it, it's because it's true. I get to work, early every day because I enjoy hanging out with the people that I work with and everyone does. And so I I think that's the takeaway that I, whatever I do in my career, I, I want to make sure that I'm surrounded by good people. And, um, and I took that into also when, um, when we shot our movie, it was very important to me when we were high, whoever we were hiring. Um, of course, you know, talent is a big part of that, but, Kindness is is something that goes so far on a set. It is such a joy talking to you, Melissa. We are on the phone with Melissa Roush from The Big Bang Theory. 
And uh, I, I just thank you for taking your time today. And I just want to give you a, a final chance to say anything else that you'd like to to our audience, anything else you want to share with them about you, your life, uh, or the Big Bang Theory. Um, I just want to say, if you watch the show, thank you so much for watching. I, um, I'm so eternally thankful that I get to be a part of this show. And if, um, if we can make people smile and laugh, then yeah. that is everything I've ever wanted um, from the time I was little. So thank you very much for watching. And, and if you get a chance to check out also my movie, The Bonds, that's, um, it's currently on DOD and DVD and um, that was a real labor of love and would love people to check it out if they haven't seen it. And thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Oh, absolutely. The movie is called The Bronze, and you can check that out. Uh, it is available now. Hey, thank yeah, you. Thanks, thank you. Melissa. Have a great one. Appreciate your time. And you've been listening to Cinema Scene right here on WGWG online, WGWG.org. Till next time, that is a wrap. <laughs>